Hello. Hello. It's True Neutral. True Neutral. I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. And it's been a week, and how has it been for you? Who? It's <laughs> been a week. Yeah. 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 Been a little bit slower at work, so that's... I, I prefer to not be slow at work, because time just also slows down when just, work slows down. Just drags. Yeah. It sucks. No fun. So I find ridiculous things to do to keep myself busy. I keep things very clean in there when I'm we're slow. I've vacuumed the ceiling a couple of times. That's rad. There's a lot of dust in there, and sometimes we get some cobwebs and stuff up in the corners and whatnot. And the best way to get them is I have a shop vac that I can just run around and just literally vacuum the <laughs> ceiling. The first time I did it, people were coming back into my section of and just, like, watching me. They would just, like, stop at the doorway and just, like, watch. <laughs> I, like, I looked over at least, like, three times, and there was just, like, two to three people, different people each time, just standing there watching me. I'm like, the ceiling's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most crackhead-like thing that I've ever done. That's that's a very reasonable thing to do. It eliminates a lot of cobwebs very quickly. Yeah. Fucking vacuum your ceilings. <laughs> it's a good Easy. thing. If you um, have a shop vac, it's real simple. Yeah. Or, I mean, even just like one of those little hand vacs. Mm-hmm. Got one of those, yeah. Nice. Get the corners. Yeah. A little step ladder if your ceiling's a little high, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Our shop vac, we have an attachment that's got like an actual like brush on it, like oh, with yeah. bristles, so I can just... Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, the, the hand one we have has one of the bristle links, and it just like flips on or off. Oh, nice. So it's just, like, right there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that's been your week, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I vacuumed ceiling. I, you know, my mine was not much better. I didn't vacuum a ceiling, but I probably should have. <laughs> so. This is your yearly reminder to vacuum your ceilings, yeah. everyone. Vacuum your ceilings. If you don't have, like, an exquisite duster, vacuum your ceilings. <laughs> You don't want to use your broom. I have. I mean, yeah, but it's just more of a pain. And then the cobwebs are more prone to just to fall, and then you still got to sweep everything. If you vacuum it, it's just done. Yeah. Um, I've also left streaks on my ceiling from my broom. Oh, dirty broom. Well, dirty broom or whatever's in the cobwebs, Mm because sometimes there's just bugs in there still. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Sometimes those things just smear, and then sh- they, yeah, you smear it, and then you got to clean the ceiling. Yeah. Like you got to get like, up there and like scrub it. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can't just clean one spot of the ceiling because no. then it looks weird. You got to do the whole fucking thing. Yeah, because it's notable if you don't. If yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, that's a pain. I don't that have, sucks. <laughs> I don't have a lot of week, but I have plenty of news. Okay. So, have you heard anything about the unity thing? Um, a little bit, I think. Yeah, it sounds vaguely familiar. Aren't they trying to charge by the download for every game? Like, charge the developer or something like that? Right, right. So, um, so the way that it has worked, to my understanding, is similar to how Unreal Engine works. Where um, Unreal Engine is free to use. In, until, like, your game gets so many downloads, and then they take, like, a percentage of your income after that. Because okay. you made it with their ga- engine. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, if you don't sell too many copies, they're not going to, like, gouge, you know, small developers because mm-hmm. you sold, like, 500 copies of your game. Yeah. What, what profit is that to anybody? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Considering the amount of time you probably put into making it. Right. So, it's a... Uh, yeah. It, it's it's a decent business model for how it is, but bigger developers or people who know they're going to sell a lot of games don't like that model so much because they lose a lot of, you know, future income. Mm-hmm. Um, but the model introduced by Unity was by install. Now, uh, how they were going to measure installs is sketchy in and of itself, but um, they were going to do it so, like... You got to a certain point, and you had to start paying them a certain uh, like amount of cents per download, and then that would go down the more you like 
had a lot and lot a lot of downloads. Okay. So, um, like, if you were selling millions and millions of copies, you would be a much smaller fee per download, as opposed to like a million. That seems backwards. It does a little to me as well, but also the whole system is fucked up because installs don't mean sales. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the key thing here is, like, if you didn't like the developer and just wanted to get back at them, you could reinstall the same game 50 times as long as, like, you took the time to do it. They'd have to pay for every one of those installs. Yeah. Like... It, it, I mean, it would depend a little bit on how they're tracking it, but there's just not really any way to gauge it, and that would detract this this particular uh, plan would detract a lot from things like humble bundles. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't want to do that because that would cost them the same amount for download as it would for just selling it. Yeah, and that's it makes no sense. Yeah, so. The whole thing's fucked up, and um, I'm pretty sure the guy who was running EA when it was the worst company ever is running Unity. You know, I, don't, I, I do know a little bit about this. <clears throat> I don't think he was running EA, but he was working there. And he, was, he got fired from EA because he was too greedy for them. Which is saying something. <clears throat> they are fucking... He had a plan. Pot of greed the Yu-Gi-Oh card manifested. He had he had an idea that he wanted to take, I think it was Battlefield maybe. That's one of their games. Um but after a certain point like in mid battle, he was going to charge them, start charging to uh get a new clip of ammo. Oh right. Okay. So uh, that, d- he was, th- that that was more hyperbolic than not. But yeah, he he was saying like, yeah, you could absolutely like you could charge by the clip. Like, yeah, I think he was quoted as saying something like, in the heat of the moment, if you get asked for a dollar to for more bullets as people are coming at you, you're not uh, the, no, a person's not thinking about the cost of that at the time. They don't care. They're just like, right. yeah, give me the bullets. Right. And so that's a... Which, I mean, regardless of whether or not it was actually going to be a plan, that is an evil thing. Yeah. That that's... is an evil thing to say and think. It's a shitty tactic. It's a, it's a shitty, very, very functional tactic. That's why it's shitty. Mm-hmm. Because you're just taking advantage of people's base impulses to rip them off for something they've already paid for. It's like there is a... A guy recently, he's like a an Australian luxury real estate designer, I believe, or something like that. I talked to you about this on the podcast Did last you? week. Did you? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> That's funny. I told you about that guy. Tim Gurner. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he sucks balls. He was the avo- avocado toast guy. Yeah. That explains why it came back to my brain. Because it's similar veins of evil. Yeah, it's wretched. It's a wretched level of thing. Um, so yeah, that's that's happening with that. Um, it's a, no one's going to use Unity anymore. So it's whatever. Unreal Five is coming out, and everyone's just going to switch to Unreal Five, and no one's going to care about Unity, and they'll just fucking die. It, it'll be fine. Someone else will come along and do better. Either that or the cooler heads will prevail over at Unity and they'll just abandon this business model because it's stupid and is obviously a ripoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Reddit getting rid of like the third-party apps and things like that. Charging the third-party apps a yeah. lot of money to be able to stick around. and Yeah, or Tumblr getting rid of porn. Yeah. <laughs> Same energy. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to talk about uh, video games or a douchebag first? Um, let's talk about video games first. All right. So we had a uh, Sony State of Play and a Nintendo Direct happen. Well, that that is true. I guess that that happened. Which would you like to hear about first? This is a multiple choice episode. It's a one of those branching path things. Choose the wrong way and you die. <laughs> uh, let's let's start with Nintendo, I guess. All right, it's fun because you have a you have a thing, and also I like this because they they just have it on their website as 
like headlines. You can just watch the director. They've just got the headlines. Nice. I'm just like, yes. Um, so we got uh, Splatoon DLC. I know we all care about that so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very uh, much. Princess Peach is getting her own game. Okay. Uh, we got F Zero ninety nine because they're not ever going to do another F Zero game, so they're doing F Zero ninety nine, which is like Tetris ninety nine or Mario ninety nine, where you just play with a bunch of other people all at the same time. Okay. It's 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 they're kind of fun, but like they're they're gimmicky little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know what that is. I don't know what Rogue Port is, and I don't. I have no idea. No, no, there's no, uh, there's no just text description. It's a video, so we're just gonna leave it at "Welcome to Rogueport." There's a question mark in a weird spot in parentheses in that sentence. Yeah, welcome to Rogueport. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh, it's the it's the Thousand Year Door. The Paper Mario, the Thousand oh. Year Door is getting a port. Yeah, which I would like to play that. Yeah, I never I ne- got to. Yeah, I never played it. I'm assuming that's a reference to the game. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, recover the stolen mini Mario's Mario versus Donkey Kong. Huh. Uh, there's a new Prince of Persia game where you don't play as Mr. Prince of Persia himself. Okay. So that'll be interesting. So what's the point? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's probably a descendant or something. I don't know. I didn't watch the thing. <laughs> Yeah, and there's no text descriptions on this page, and I didn't look up an article from a different website. I just looked at <laughs> Nintendo's headlines, so that's where we're at. All right, I fair just, enough. I just know it's not starring Prince of Persia Man himself. That's fair. You know, I didn't watch any of it, so you're will, more up to date than me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, Super Mario RPG is also a thing that's happening. Nice. For the Switch. I also would like to play that. Um. Another code recollection. Don't know what that is. I don't know what that is at all. Saga Emerald Beyond. That sounds like some anime stuff. Oh, um, this is something you'll probably be semi excited about. Tomb Raider One, Two, and Three Remastered. Oh, I heard about this actually, and I am so excited about this. <laughs> I am immediately going to be buying that and. Having the time of my life with it. Oh, my God. The nostalgia. Yes, please. Give it all to me. I am so, so excited for yeah, that. Yeah. That was one of those games I used to watch my friend's dad play. Never got to really understand and play myself. You should get it. Yeah, I, w- I probably will. Um, Detective Pikachu Returns. Which will be interesting. I never played the original Detective Pikachu game. No. I watched the movie. I watched the movie. Which was, um, you know, a solid C. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I liked the animation of the Pokemon and yeah, everything. The Pokemon like they did really amazing. good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, trombone champ. I don't know how that's gonna work on the Switch. That's I, gonna be I weird. I assume you use your um, Wiimotes. Oh, they all my motions, God! So. Yeah, probably. Or not your uh, your uh, Joy Cons. Your Joy Cons. I said Wiimote. Yeah, it's motion sensor stuff. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That actually might be fun. Then it might be like a Guitar Hero like thing. It might yeah. fill that that gap in in the heart. Yeah, <laughs> I got Beat Saber now. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I have Beat Saber now. That's what I said. I can play Trombone Champ on my TV <laughs> with my Switch. <laughs> I want Guitar Hero. Damn it! I know. I got a rock band set up for a 360 my son has a 360 but i don't think the disc tray works anymore uh, is the 360 store still open no 360 is dying they're shutting it down mm. like they're shutting down the servers and like, like it's officially becoming a dead console sad you could still play the things you, I mean, it'll still you'll still be able to like use the console, but there will like the online servers and stuff will be. I never did anything online. I don't care about that. Yeah, well, some people still like to go play Halo Three on the 360 or Halo Four Reach. Well, that's reasonable because those are really good games. Yeah, but I guess now you can go online to the whatever it is the the library of games they have. 
yeah. on the online. Yeah, and there's a lot of ways to play those games still, um, but it is a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all consoles die. Yeah. Uh, embark on a royal adventure with Unicorn Overlord. Unicorn Overlord. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's all you get. All right. That's the. That's... Hey, you know what? It's a good hook. I am interested. <laughs> um, Luigi's Mansion Two HD. Oh, nice. So we're getting that for the Switch. Uh, Bandle Tale. One little hero, one humongous problem. Cool. Yeah. I like adventure games. Uh, WarioWare, move it. Let's move into form action. For, formation, sorry. It, it's, it's got the... F- yeah, mm. yeah. It's got form in quotes, so I, I got confused. I had heard they were making a new WarioWare game, and I was think, wondering if I should get it. I think my son might enjoy WarioWare, because he that, really likes Mario Party. Yeah, I think that'll be a good game for both of our sons, actually. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, uh, don't know how to read this word. Uh, something chronicle, a heroic tale will unfold. It's U-D-E-N. Uden chronicle? Probably. I want to say more of the letters than that. (laughs) No, they're soft letters. You don't need to. Fair enough. Um, ooh, the final wave of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Yeah, I really need... I don't have any of the DLC for Mario Kart yet. Oh, I I have all... the. You know, I just got it right when it was coming out. I've been reviewing it as it comes out. And it's mm-hmm. been so much fun. I can't uh, I can't wait for this last pack. I need to start getting them. I should check them. to see if it's up now or if it's coming out. Um, I need to start getting them for sure. Yeah, uh, there's a update to Among Us of some kind, and then a sizzling lineup of games. <laughs> uh, oh, and it just it just recaps the games. <laughs> um, yeah, that's neat though. And uh, while we are on, I'm excited. I heard Diddy Kong is going to be in the DLC, the final DLC as a playable character in Mario Kart, and that's cool with me. I like Diddy Kong. Hell yeah, so. Diddy Kong's rad. Probably, if I get the DLCs, Diddy Kong will probably... I'll probably switch from Yoshi. Damn. Damn. Uh, While we were on Nintendo Chat, before we switch over to PlayStation for the State of Play stuff, um, I do want to bring up (laughs) the Mortal Kombat 1 stuff that's happening with that. So, well, they, they... did Mortal Kombat 1, you know, that came mm-hmm. out recently. People yeah. are excited about it. Oh yeah, everyone loves Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good um uh romp. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. A wallop and romp. I actually don't like it very much. I'm a Tekken player myself, but I understand the the like of that type of game. I have, I'm very excited for Tekken 8. I've, I've I don't always have had a PS5, but I'm very excited for Tekken 8. I've always had a soft spot for uh uh, Mortal Kombat because I saw the movies when I was young, mm-hmm. and so I have always had like that. Yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the movies are really good. I even like the new movie. The new movie was good. Like, yeah, legitimately like a an okay movie. Like I wouldn't give it top marks and anything, but maybe the fight scenes. But uh, Kano's performance was pretty top notch. <laughs> Kano was good. <laughs> Kano was real good. <laughs> And I mean, you know, it was it was pretty like generic, but uh, it was also like they adapted the powers well. Mm-hmm. The insert character was good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm excited for the sequel, yeah. which I can't say for a lot of movies that come out these days. Yeah, yeah. And I hope we get to see that before 2030. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the uh, oh yeah, the the port for the Switch though mm-hmm. looks like shit. Like, oh, have, no. you, have you seen? Have you not seen any of it? Oh god! No. Okay, let me look this up because um, it is it is worth seeing the actual picture comparisons. Um, but they have charging. 
the full seventy dollars for the game, and it looks shit. Uh, here, here's a real screenshot from from the thing. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, they just don't have facial expressions. Oh my god. That's awful. It's it's an incredible failure. Like it just absolutely it's is. It's so bad. Yeah. Like like all of it. Like the just the graphical quality all the way around. It's ridiculously poorly done. It's so bad. Like you don't it, I like Everybody understands that the graphics on the Switch are not going to be quite as good. Like, we, we understand that. But downgrade it to a reasonable degree. <clears throat> like, here, look look at this. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. It looks like... It looks like... A, like a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah, it may be. It looks like a good running PlayStation 2 game in some of the shots I've seen. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Like, there are shots in Sly Cooper that look better than that. And that wasn't even the smoothest PS2 game. Like, Oh, my God. That, that, is, that is truly awful. It's, it's an obscene thing to see. And, it, they, yeah, they're charging full price for that. Truly <laughs> awful. <clears throat> it's uh yeah it's a, it's an abomination and that's a thing that happened and i thought you should know about that yeah yeah that's real fucking bad yeah um so yeah sony's state of play moving forward uh we've got the in final fantasy 7 rebirth you can't use your old remake save oh no that makes sense to, i figured that would happen okay um, because they let you get to, like, really high level in Remake, and, um, considering I, we have to move forward with the story, it wouldn't make sense if they would let you come back in just with your old stuff at max level with all these really strong items and weapons, like, right at the start of this new huge game. That's I, fair. I assumed we were going to get a reset of some sort. I it, guess it, that's fair. Um... Spider-Man 2 is coming out. We've seen some more footage from it, and uh, you can switch between Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, like uh, GTA 5 style. Oh, neat. Yeah, so... I like that. That'll be fun. I'm really excited to play that when I get a PS5. Yeah. Which will probably be, you know, a year or two after this game comes out. Oh, probably. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh Wait till they go down in price. A little bit more, maybe, ever, hopefully, please. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out in February. Yeah, oh my gosh. But I don't have the PlayStation 5! Um, Resident Evil 4 Remake is getting its Separate Ways DLC on September 21st. Oh, neat. So that's cool for people yeah. who already have that. That is very cool. Very um, cool. My little brother will probably get that immediately. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Oh, wait, that's the game where you get to play as a Navi, right? Yeah. You Um, play as a Navi who is kidnapped by humans and raised as a child soldier on Pandora. I truly don't care about Avatar in any way. This game was not a cultural touchstone for me like it seems to have been for, like, most of the rest of the Literally everyone saw the first one. I mean, I saw it. It was... Fine, I yeah, guess. I don't was, like it, really. It was a weird white savior narrative put on Blue Aliens. Yeah, like, I didn't really enjoy it, particularly. Yeah. Uh, Everyone it holds really, it up on really this pedestal. Pretty. It was really, really pretty. It was beautiful to look at, and that's what people remember. They remember being blown away by looking at it. That's And that's, that's enough, it, because it blows you away for the whole two hours plus that it runs. Like just visually, so that's, nah. that, that's what I'm saying. That's not enough for you. I know you. I mean, you like Death Stranding levels of depth. Yeah, like that's understandable. That's reasonable to me. But mm-hmm. like a lot of people, just need that bedazzled. 
Yeah. They just need that 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 nice showiness. They want to be totally like a lot of people just don't smoke weed. <laughs> and they need to just shut their brain off for a couple hours and that's a really good way to do that. That's fair, I suppose. Mm. So, I I don't fault anybody who fell for the the razzle dazzle of Avatar. <laughs> and I think I think the story is fine. I think yeah, Avatar's fine. I think this game looks like fun though. And I like the 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 narrative. I think that'll be a fun way to play that. Hell yeah. Um Helldivers 2? I've never heard of Helldivers. So. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I assume you dive into hell. It's that a, that would make sense. It's a team-based shooter. Ah, okay. Army game, right. Uh yeah. Um, watch them take on the deadly blue t- bile titan using only their bare highly powered weaponry I think is a good uh, quote to alright yeah so it's kind of like uh, like a left for dead kind of thing no idea so, that's what it sounds like to me Um, a big highlight for a lot of people for some reason was that there's three new colors that you can get your PlayStation 5 covers in. Yeah, red, blue, and it looks like a silvery. Ooh, I want a silvery one, actually. That sounds pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's one of my favorite things. It's used as a joke sometimes in shows, but it, it's a real thing I've seen happen just like that in multiple times, <laughs> where it's like... Hey, this thing comes in a lot of colors, and people are like, oh, so fucking what? And then you're like, it comes in this color, and they're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's why. That's why people are excited. <laughs> because the, cause the color that they like is there. <laughs> I'm sure somebody saw this blue one and went, ah, fuck that, blue! <laughs> you know, shit their pants yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, they, w- they did do the safe route. They... PlayStation already comes in, I think, both black and white, maybe, PS5 does. Yeah, they've got a couple other uh, covers they released, like, right when it came out. Like, they were like, hey, this is a big feature, and we're going to release more in the future. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like picking red, blue, and silver are, like, the three safest options. They're like, you're going to get a lot of people with those three colors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a solid, solid bet. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Steps. It's coming out in the summer of 2024. Uh, it's uh, from the creators of Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. Oh, man. Okay. I don't know what that is. And it, Getting it, Over It with Bennett Foddy is the game where you're in a cauldron with a hammer and you have to climb oh, up the oh, mountain. Oh, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. yeah that's no. also the same guy that made Quop. Okay, yeah. Well, Quop was a staple of my my junior <laughs> high school experience. Everyone Quopped. Yeah, right. You don't know what Quop is, and what the hell are you doing here? Too young for me. Right. <laughs> what you know about flash games? <laughs> what you know about albino black sheep? <laughs> uh, a little bit we, of Newgrounds. Uh, we got some gameplay footage, and it looks like it's equally as tedious. Yeah, Yay. I would expect nothing less from Bennett Foddy. Um, there's a new Ghostbusters game for the PSVR 2. That sounds awful. I I don't know what that would be like, but I also... I imagine you're running so around with a ghost away. vacuum sucking up ghosts. Yeah, I imagine that would feel fun. Probably singing to yourself. You I ain't call. afraid of no goops. Ghostbusters! <laughs> um... <laughs> Robux is coming to PlayStation on October 10th. That I could give two shits less about. Well, I mean, they've got children developing all of their stuff for them for free. Mm-hmm. How good is that? <laughs> for they're, them. They're just doing child slavery, and everybody's like, yeah, Roblox is good. Yeah, our kids are being creative. Look at all the things they're making. Yeah, they're not getting credit or anything. Or profiting or... Yeah anything but they're putting in a lot of work and they're being very creative and these skills will come in handy later on in life yeah i mean all those things are technically valid but also not really good enough for what is happening with that whole thing plus all the 
uh, not the the adults with ill intentions that also troll amongst the children in that game. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of problems with Roblox. Mm-hmm. Robux being a huge one, also. I think that's a about it. About it. Um. Yeah. Well, there's some stuff to look forward to on yep, on both it. sides there, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am really, really excited. The Tomb Raider is probably the most exciting thing for me out of like all of both of those. Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3 yeah. going to Switch is very exciting, and I will be getting that as soon as possible. Fair enough. Uh, we should mention that Starfield has been out for a couple weeks. Neither of us have that. Would like to get it. People are talking I mean, about it a lot. I'll get, I would give it a shot. I, would get, I don't know how much faith I have in Bethesda anymore, no, but I, I would give it a shot. I'm going that this is literally Fallout 3 in space. Probably Fallout 4 in space, actually. Yeah, probably. It's going to be yeah. closer to the vibe, but, like, Fallout 4 was fine. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm I'm excited to play it in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the ship customization is really cool. Oh, that's neat. So, I'm, I'm excited I always liked that. doing that in Kingdom Hearts when you can make your own gummy ship. And I'd sit around and build my own ship for, like, a while. Because that's fun. Fun. Um, so, we got a... I got one more bit of news. Cause, yeah, douchebag. Yeah, Elon Musk had his biography come out. Oh, okay. An autobiography? No, a biography. He has had this man, like, like within, like, close proximity for a few years. Okay. Just, like, following him around and interviewing people. And uh, this is from the AARP. And I'm just going to have you scroll through these bolded headlines and... Uh, Pick out just any of them that sound interesting to you, and we can we can discuss them a little bit. <laughs> oh no! There's just there's just some fun things that we've learned from this biography. It's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just I've just scrolled through these headlines a couple of times, and I was I was deciding like, well, maybe we should talk about this one, or maybe we should talk about that one. I just was like. I'll let you scroll through those, and you can pick you can pick the bolded headline that you think is funnest, most fun to speak of, because some of them are just mm, chef's kiss. Musk likes to play with fire. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Just really funny. Yeah, yeah. I like he falls to the floor when he's depressed <laughs> yeah. or extremely amused. <laughs> yeah, he just he just falls down and does that. Just goes to the floor. And and his impulsive actions are sometimes bad for business. <laughs> <laughs> nah. He's never lowered stocks with a tweet. <laughs> he has. He's insider traded with a tweet. I'm quite certain of that, allegedly. (laughs) This is an interesting one. All right. He has regrets. Or does he? (laughs) He doesn't. What what does it say? Read read, read from ARP.org. There's a quote right here. Quote, my main regret, Musk told sister-in-law Christina Musk, is how often I stab myself in the thigh with a fork. How often I shoot my own feet and stab myself in the eye. But when Isaacson asked him about his regrets, Musk quoted a line from his favorite movie, Gladiator. (laughs) Are you not entertained? (laughs) Which is an unhinged way to respond to a question. (laughs) About your regrets. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Let's Let's just do that really quick. Ask me that question. Uh, do you have any regrets? Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, that, that is actual lunacy. Yeah, when you when you read it out in the article, it sounds like like they've they've softened it up because it's AARP. But like, when you actually just do that, mm-hmm. that's an unhinged thing to do. Or even the one he told his sister in law. Yeah, my main regret is how often I stab myself in the thigh with a fork. How often I shoot my own feet and stab myself in the eye. Yeah, like yeah, I I, I get that, but they're like, like 
I think shooting he, yourself he, in it was your supposed foot to be before. metaphorical. Yeah. Well, like, but it sounds like he might actually stab himself in the thigh with a fork. Yeah. Yeah. And he was using those other things as metaphors to like soften that. Yeah. But he's like, oh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Should not have said that. <laughs> Um, I, I like this, this one as well. Estrangement from his child, Jenna, helped downsize his lifestyle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. What? His, his trans daughter, Jenna, who has effectively disowned him at this point and has stopped speaking to him, like, has distanced herself as far away as possible. <laughs> Yeah. It, what what does he say about property in that? Like, I read that. What um, it? possessions kind of weigh you down, and they're an attack vector. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. It just means it's 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 a point at which you can be attacked. It's it's a an easy like spot for attack. They're they're right, a portal welcoming attack. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a vulnerability, is what he's saying, and he can't afford to be vulnerable. Because <laughs> he's pathetic. <laughs> he's a weird, sad dude, and that's my opinion. He's fucking weird. He's fucking sad. He's loaded. Yeah. yeah. He can be as rich as he wants, but he's still fucking weird and fucking sad. And he doesn't want to be alone at night. He's got a very dark side. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This is some quotes from Grimes here. All right. Um, He's attracted to chaotic evil. He associates love with being mean or abusive. Okay. Apparently Musk demanded, for example, that she shame him for being fat. (laughs) And then he... He goes, Grimes says that when he goes into, quote, demon mode, (laughs) he, quote, goes dark and retreats inside the storm in his brain. Demon mode causes a lot of chaos, but it also gets shit done. (laughs) She is just as unhinged as he is. (laughs) It sounds, it sounds like, I'm hoping she's quoting from him on the demon mode thing, but, um... Also, what? Um, and if we could just circle back to that, um, he he wanted her to shame him for being fat. Yeah, that's I, what it says. I think this all comes back to Musk as a humiliation fetish. I think he likes this. I think he likes that we make these podcasts about him. I think he likes that when he googles his name, it's everybody talking shit. I think he's getting off on this. He might be. <laughs> he may be on the autism spectrum. <laughs> Maybe. As someone else who may be, duh. Um, <laughs> that dude is... May Musk. He has some trouble. Who I think is his mother, yeah, his mom, says... May Musk. May, yeah. I, I know she married into that name, but that's, that's a fun one. Yeah. May Musk. Um, quote from her, he was never actually diagnosed as a kid, but he says he has Asperger's, and I'm sure he's right. <laughs> I would love for him to get properly diagnosed and just like, you have BD, uh, BPD, actually, sir. Um, you just are a bit manic sometimes. Yeah. And you get sad. Like, it would just be funny if it was anything other than autism. Like, he just goes and he just has mental health problems. Yeah. Instead of, you know. Well, apparently he also compares his own, his father to Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his dad was a cutthroat businessman, from mm-hmm. what I understand. So, yeah. That is, uh, that is all ridiculous. <laughs> Completely... Fucking ridiculous. So, I, yeah, I wanted to share that, because 
It's very fun. There's there's just more stuff, and I've been debating. It's on Audible. I have a credit. I could get it. I don't know if I want to listen to the whole book. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if I could stand a, a whole book just about Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah, it just it just seems like a lot. Anyway, uh, that's uh, that's all of my news this week. Good news. Good news. <laughs> do you do you have a story? Not really a story, but I did finish watching the last two Freddy movies on uh, the main series, and um, those of you that would have listened to the "What's the Deal with Fred Krueger" episode would know that I I had a bit of a problem. Yeah, that was that was last week's true neutral ass. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a problem with uh, good old Mr. Kruger, you know? And, well, man, I gotta say, these last two movies did not help anything. I am... Wow. <laughs> so, the fifth one, right? Right. Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. The Dream Child. The it's Dream it's Child. Just, did, some, so, did Freddy fuck a person in their dreams? No, no. So, the girl from the fourth movie or whatever, right? The one that was able to collect and gather all the powers from her friends as they died. Um, she is the the main character in this movie still. Um, she's pregnant now. Okay. And uh, apparently the the... The, the prayer thing and showing him his face in the, the glass or whatever, the way she got rid of him. Right. Just kind of banished him from her mind or okay. whatever. Um, but he was he's still around. He just couldn't get to her anymore. All right. But now she has a baby in her stomach and babies dream a lot. Yeah. And so he's able to get in through the baby's dreams now. <laughs> And here, I'll just read you the, uh, I'll, I'll read the synopsis here off I, good old IMDB. IMDB? Right. Yeah. The pregnant Alice finds Freddy Krueger striking through the sleeping mind of her unborn child, hoping to be reborn into the real world. Oh. So he's trying to, like, possess her kid. Yeah. In her stomach or whatever, right? So the whole movie is her, like, fighting him off. And trying to save her kid. In baby dreams? In, well, in her dreams, but in her dreams, her kid is also there, but he is, like, I don't know, between the ages of 8 and 10, probably, in in the dreams, so he's, like, an actual kid that can talk and, like, help out a little bit. That's creepy. Um, And, yeah, at the end of the movie, uh, he ends up, she's about to die, and, and the baby is the one that has to actually get rid of Freddy. Cool. I don't remember exactly what happens. He kills him somehow, stabs him or something. <laughs> Freddy goes away, right? Right. Fifth movie, not particularly good. Good. But, you know, there are worse things, I guess. But, once again, some. the power sets were weird. Like, it's all the same problems I had before, right? right? Okay. You know? Now, the sixth one... Freddy Six, obviously. Uh, no. The, Freddy Six Mares. It's actually not even called Nightmare on Elm Street. No, yeah. This one is called Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Right. So. Um, this one, holy shit, this fucking movie. <laughs> this movie is like watching a live-action Looney Tunes episode that goes on for like an hour and a half or an hour 20 or however fucking long this movie is (laughs) like it's an hour and 29 minutes yeah yeah so here here's the 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 imdb synopsis for that one this one dream haunting freddy krueger returns once again to prowl the nightmares of springwood's last surviving teenager what and of a woman whose personal connection to krueger may mean his doom Uh. so in this movie it starts off with a kid having a dream and freddy 
Kruger like has him on, in a bus, and then he crashes the bus, and he like goes flying out the windshield of the bus through a portal that Freddy opens to like Springfield or whatever. And and then he hits his head on a rock, and he's, like, laying in the street or whatever, but he's actually in Springfield. Okay. Or Springwood. Springfield. It's not The Simpsons. <laughs> um, Springfield is a very common city name. And uh, so in, in the sixth movie, he's the last surviving teenager of Springwood, I guess. I mean... It's weird because there are other kids, but they're in an insane asylum that's not at Springwood. <laughs> he he, he, go, you, he gets sent to an insane asylum. Why would you keep your teenager asylum. there? You'd he, send them away. Send he, them away to a boarding school. He got sent to an insane asylum. We'll send him to a boarding school. Um, and and all of the the adults that are left in Springwood are suffering from mass hysteria. Oh, good. Every single one of them. That's they're, I mean, reasonable. They're all just bonkers. <laughs> and um, he convinces... Um, like, he's having these dreams where Freddy's telling him to, like, go get people for him to like get, so he can kill them and get power yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah. The classic Freddy shit shtick. Oh, yeah. And uh, this kid goes and does all the things, and he, like, the one of the doctors... That's like the psychiatrist at the, the the insane asylum he's at. Like he convinces her to come with him, um, and so they like a bunch of the kids die or whatever, you know, as as they do, as they do. And um, it ends up turning out that the the lady doctor that's been helping him is is Fred Krueger's daughter. So uh, they, there's a lot of backstory for for Freddy in this final movie as well. Okay. Where they they flesh out that he had a wife and a daughter and was hiding the fact that he was a serial killer from them. BTK um, status. I mean, it's more backstory because you already had backstory some because he was born. His mother was trapped in an insane asylum that where Springwood was. Right. She accidentally got locked in there with all the inmates, and um, they like raped her for, like, there was, like, over a hundred people that, like, all, like, had their way with her, and they hid her in there for days before the rest of the people found her or whatever, and by the time they found her, she was pregnant, and then that baby was Fred Krueger, which was supposed to explain why he's all fucked in the head. Okay. Um, but then before he got found out for being a serial killer, he, uh, had a wife and a daughter... And then his wife found the the room that he had all his trophies and his glove prototypes and all of his accoutrements in. And um, so he ended up killing her. And then he got found out, and then the daughter got sent to an orphanage or whatever, you know. Okay. And forgot, essentially. Just kind of PTSD blocked it all. Okay. Um, but then they end up finding out that, Just like... all of that? Yeah, yeah, all of it. She remembers it, like, towards the end of the movie. Um, actually, she doesn't really remember. She sees it through his memories, because she figures out how to get into his brain, into his head. And then she also figures out that they can, she can pull him out of the dream if she's holding on to him when she gets woken up. Oh. And so she goes into his dream... Or it goes into the dream or whatever, it and then really track. That's happened. It's happened multiple times throughout the series where they've woken up like holding on to Freddy in some way. I, man, I don't. This it's literally like a Looney Tunes story. The whole thing, like Freddy, when the kids die in this movie, um, Freddy, like they just their bodies disappear. He can erase them from reality now. Like other what? people forget them. Unless you know how to control your dreams and lucid dream. Like, when Freddy kills people now, they're just erased from reality. Freddy's like, the ultimate nullifier? Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the way the way everything happens in this movie, it, it's literally like watching an episode of Looney Tunes. Okay. Um, and, and so she goes into the dream, and she grabs onto him, and then they, they pull him out of the dream... And they have a big fight or whatever, and she ends up, like, killing Freddy, like, for good. Like, she stabs him, and then he screams, and then I think they 
oh yeah, he still keeps coming at her because he's like still can't die, I guess, even in the real like he can be hurt now. He can die, but he's still like really tough. And so, like, they end up there. Uh, there's a bunch of evidence, and because everything had been going crazy at Springwood, and they they uh, they had an IUD or whatever, an improvised ex- IED, an improvised explosive <laughs> yeah, device. Yeah, those are different. things. Yeah, they are. They're very different things. <laughs> uh, no, they had a little pipe bomb. That'll be an easier way to say it. An they had a little pipe uterine device. <laughs> yeah, they had a little pipe bomb, and um, she she stabs him with his own glove. And then when she pulls out the knife, she shoves the pipe bomb into the hole. <laughs> and they all run away and they explode him with a <laughs> pipe bomb that they shoved into his fucking gut. Hell yeah. And that is how this movie ends. That's fantastic. It's it's literally like watching like, like watching Looney Tunes and I... So they pulled him into the reel and made him go boom. Yeah, so yeah, they he, blew him up dead. with a fucking pipe bomb. He's dead, dead. Yeah. That's why it's Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. <laughs> That's so good. Which, I mean, obviously, there's still, you know, Freddy versus Jason. There's still Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah, but it's a new nightmare. The final nightmare was still a final. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Um, it is very interesting. There's no explanation for how Freddy comes back in, in the sixth one. He just is. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to matter. None of the characters in the, the last one correspond to anything else that's happened in the series previously at all. There's not even any mention, really, of anything happening from the previous movies. Except they go back to the original house okay. in a couple of the dreams. Okay. And maybe the real. Because <laughs> they do go back to Springwood in right. real, so. But okay. it's just, it's weird. It's a weird fucking movie. Sounds The like whole it. thing's fucking weird. Um, now that I've seen all six of the originals, I think my favorite one... Man. It might actually be the sixth one, because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> There's, it, it like... It's not taking itself seriously in any way. It's like Wes Craven looked at everything that was happening and was like, I am going to kill Freddy in this movie, but before I do that, I am going to make the most bonkers, most ridiculous shit happen that could possibly (laughs) happen with Freddy. Like, like he's just gonna... It's gonna go all out. We're gonna do everything we can. We're just gonna have as much fun with it as possible. (laughs) And and I think that's what he did, and it really seems like I think, I think that's what he was doing the whole time. Yeah, I know, but like this one, it it's really ramped up, <laughs> like 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 a hundred percent more. It's crazy. That's so good. And uh, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, no, and and I think just because of how ridiculous, just how many sharks they jumped. To, to do that, like, it, it's fun. It's silly fun, and it knows it's silly fun. Also, I would say the sixth movie is probably the one I would say that Robert Englund looks like he's having the most fun being Freddy <laughs> as well. Well, he was, probably knew it was the last time, at the you know, at least for the time being. Yeah. So, he was getting the most out of it. Yeah. Bitch! And, uh, like and it, it really shines through. Like the performance is very good. Out of like, it, he looks like he's having just the time of his life the whole way through. Even when he's got his serious moments, you get to see Freddie like all not burned a few times in the movie. Nice. And he gets to play like a little bit more serious, like actual like he was when he was a person and not crazy Freddie. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot of fun all the way around. That's rad. That's radtastic. Well, uh, I I have uh, been playing something much newer than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh wait, what would you what would you rate those last two? Oh, man, uh, the fifth one. It's not very good. I'll probably give it like sixty-five dabs out of a hundred. It's not still very a Freddy good. movie, but it's just weird. Yeah, it's just not very good. Um. The sixth one, I'll probably give a solid 87 dabs out of 100. It's right. a lot of just ridiculous fun. 
That's great. If you sit down and you just accept it for what it is, then you'll you'll have a great time. Wow. Hell yeah. The second one is still my least favorite out of all of them. I guess the baby disagrees with you. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I have been playing the new Pokemon DLC, the Teal Mask. Okay, yes. Yeah, yes. and, uh, so first off, it, I'm gonna start with the good things. The good things are it's more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The map is pretty big for the DLC, it's a nice, expansive area. All right. There's a nice full storyline in it. That's is, good. Which is neat. Um, there's some fun new characters and a couple of annoying ones, standard for Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, it introduces uh, yeah a lot of Pokemon that weren't in Scarlet and Violet before, you know, uh, which is fun. You get things like uh, you know Kanto Sh- Sandshrew. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yay, um, my little sand buddy. Yeah. Just just a couple of old guys. Like Spinarak is in here now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's like, okay. Yeah, like, just randomly, like, yeah. So, uh, it's cool to, you know, fill out the Pokedex some more. Um, it did say explicitly that this was between Paldea and the Unova region, which was black and white, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, that would point that out specifically. Maybe the next DLC will be a little bit closer or even in the Unova region. Yeah. It'd be exciting. Uh,. But we've got that, and uh, there's a few new legendaries associated with this, or mythics, probably. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, uh, and they're, you know, all intertwined with the storyline. I think I'm just finishing up, like, the main part of this, so there will be spoilers in here, probably, just because I don't know when to shut up. <laughs> um, there's, but, oh my god, um... There's a lot of cool aspects to this DLC that are, you know, it's it's more of this game. But that's where the problems start immediately. They have not fixed anything. All of it looks just as bad. Nothing like, you, you'd think if, at least if they weren't going to fix the game before they worked on DLC, they'd at least make the DLC look good. Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't look any better. It's all just as glitchy. It's just as weird. Like, there's there's plenty of, like, not, there's not actually plenty. There's a few new buildings in this. It's mostly terrain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of pretty landscapes and stuff. The grass still looks fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It looks cheap. The grass looks cheap. The, the few houses that are there, you still cannot go in at all. The doors are just there for decoration. Um... There are still an immense amount of characters you cannot speak to. Like, and there are not a lot of new people in this, but the like the characters that you can talk to are really, really limited. It's mostly the speech bubbles in town. And so there's... Uh, it's just... I would really like to enjoy this DLC more. And I'm having a good time with it. Mm-hmm. This, the DLC itself is fun. The new Pokemon or the new legendaries are weirdly cute. Um, but the the overall just look and feel of the game just detracts from it so much. Yeah, it really but, pulls you out. Yeah, but my immersion. On top of that, the story has these weird beats where um, it it hinges on a character feeling sad and like betrayed at a certain point. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a story point. But you are an integral part of that character feeling hurt and betrayed, and you have no choice in the matter. (laughs) Like, Like you're an asshole. Deal with it. Yeah, like, the character over, like, the character believes in the story, believes in this ogre character. You see the ogre character, and the person that you see the ogre character with is like, we're not going to tell him. And you don't have any choice whether or not you want to tell it. <laughs> and then you go and learn some more, and you do some stuff that's, like, directly related to that, and you keep up this lie so you don't tell him the initial thing. <laughs> and there's multiple points where you have to lie to him, and he finds out, and you see, like, as the player, 
you see him like overhear you talking about stuff. So you as a player know that you're lying to somebody who knows the truth. Mm-hmm. And you just have to keep it up. And it's the most infuriating bit of a Pokemon story I've ever had to be a part of. <laughs> because I just wouldn't lie in that situation. It's a really pointless lie that's a contrivance. Do you think they're trying to teach like a moral message to kids? or No. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like this was bad writing. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I'm being like... For a lot of Pokemon games, it's simple writing. But mm-hmm. it's not bad. Yeah, it's just simple yeah and it's it's for children to digest Mm -hmm. it's great like and the the gameplay is what's fun for me as an adult like the stories are sometimes interesting when they go to like different worlds or have parallel universes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like they they get weirdly deep at times but like uh most of it is simple writing yeah simple learn your lesson You, you know you're a kid this is basic shit lesson yeah writing um but this is weird. Like, the, like I said, the whole story hinges on this one character being upset that they're lied to, and you have to contribute to that the whole time without having any any agency in the matter mm-hmm. at all. And like, it's such a like it's such a contrived lie. Like, it is four plot points. <laughs> it's that sort of like I was just trying to protect you point. Yeah, and it's not even a protect you point. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if like, the ogre had been, like, this evil giant monster like everybody said in the story, then it would be, like, okay, we're trying to protect him from the truth because he believes the ogre is good. But the ogre was good. He was right. <laughs> He's right. So, why lie? <laughs> why lie at all? And then to keep up the lie. It like it it doesn't make any sense on a story basis except to make this particular story happen. That's how you make a friend a villain. Yeah, it is. It like it literally feels like a villain origin story. <laughs> like, and you are making it happen, and it just sucks. Like, I hate that. I hate that story point. I yeah. hate that. That's a part of like such a big part of the story. If. If the character you were with when you did that had lied on your behalf and then you'd had a choice as to whether or not you wanted to, like... Keep it up. Yeah, keep it up, like, make that person happy or make him, like, the the other character happy. Mm-hmm. Like, then there would be some level of depth, something to do, like, a choice as to whether or not you want to lie. Yeah. Like, but no, this game just tells you, you're a liar, it's part of the story it's canon you're a liar (laughs) that sucks because i wouldn't do that (laughs) and like i said the 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 battles are fun and all the pokemon are really high level like they're all like 65 or 75 depending on where you're at on the island and Mm -hmm. like it's it a lot of it is cool but the fact that they didn't fix it is shitty the the fact that they make you lie as part of the story is shitty and doesn't feel very Pokemon. It doesn't feel like you learn any lesson from it at any point. He just, like, calls you out. And then it's, he's upset. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really fair. You don't offer any explanation. <laughs> you don't try to talk to him. You don't even have the option to do the little, like, silent protagonist uh, three dots nod thing at yeah. him and have an explanation. You don't get any of that. You just have been lying. <laughs> it feels so weird to put in a Pokemon game, in any game, to mm-hmm. take away that level, like, to take agency from you on that level. Mm-hmm. And then in a Pokemon game, it's so much weirder. Yeah. Because you're making children liars. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I didn't like the way this was written at all. I don't like the fact that they haven't fixed any of the graphical things that everybody has been very loudly complaining about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, let me walk into some fucking houses. Please. It's such a simple, simple thing. I thought it was just a standard part of Pokemon. That it, like, it's so dumb for me to be this upset about it, but... Also fair. I just want to walk into the houses. It's always been a thing. Yeah. Anyway, 
That's my Pokemon thing. We've been running a little long, so I don't know if we'll do a hypothetical. Well, before we move on to the end, we require a dramatic... Pause! Pause? No, you should... Oh. Anyway, that's the end of our episode, I think. Uh, if you want to tell us your feelings on the Nintendo Direct, the state of play, Elon Musk being a fucking weird bastard, man, or, uh, Freddy Krueger, Fruger, Fruger, Nightmare on Elm Street, or, uh, or Pokemon, or Pokemon, or specifically Scarlet and Violet and its DLC. We really ran the gamut of fucking topics today. Yeah, we went all over the place, but uh, we we got there. It was actually mostly video games with other stuff interspersed. We also oh, oh don't forget vacuum your fucking ceilings. Vacuum your ceiling, and uh, if you want to talk to us about any of those things, you can. Uh, get a hold of us. Yeah, you can send emails over to trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're always looking at that, seeing if there's emails and whatnot. Uh, we got X, True Neutral Pod, at, I mean, at True Neutral Pod. Yes. Uh, on X, and I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Uh, I'm pretty sure Twitter.com still takes you to X. So yeah, probably. I still call it Twitter. Um... Uh, True Neutral Studios on the YouTube, the Instagram, and the threads. I'm at Mr. Dab himself on the Instagram and the threads. And True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. And uh, if you leave us a five-star review, I will read it out. Yeah. Go to your go to your podcast app of choice and uh, leave a five-star review. And if you can, write words in that review. And Spotify doesn't let you, but other other places do. And if you yeah. do that, that helps us out a lot, and then we'll read out what you say. Yeah, um, but also, I don't know um, the other podcast apps people are listening to. When I look at the stats, it just tells me other, if it's not Spotify or Apple or Amazon. If you listen on Amazon Podcasts, I can know that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you listen on a different podcast app that I don't really know about, um, and you want me to read your words, it'd be best to just send an email. Yes, because we will also just read them if you do that. Yeah. It's very fair. And you can also send an email that if you don't want it read out. That's an option. Yeah. Just just yeah. say something in the email. Yeah. Just Not like, for air. Yeah. <laughs> do not read aloud. <laughs> <laughs> this just sends me the Book of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Now I've got a demon in my house, and it doesn't know how to record a podcast. Fucking thanks a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bye-bye! Vacuum your fucking ceilings! <laughs>